0: your word i ask that you speak to us today from your word in jesus name amen you know this past week god gave me a parable which i believe i shared on on wednesday night but i want to share that with you so you know uh, what god is doing and what's going on in your life. Now, the parable is this. How many believe God's spirit is still walking today? And God's spirit is still speaking today? I never thought about it, but the Lord gave me that. And I know it's the Lord. So I'm going to share it with you. The Lord says the kingdom of God is like people digging into the earth. People digging into the earth to help themselves. He says some dig into the earth. And all they want out of the earth is dirt. That's all they want. They want dirt. They dig dirt from one place, move it to the foot to help themselves. Others are not satisfied with that. They dig into the earth and they're looking for silver. Others dig into the earth. They're looking for bronze. They're looking for copper. Some dig deep into the earth looking for black gold. You know what that means. Some dig and they're digging for precious stones, diamonds, and the rest of it. Everyone digging according to what their heart heart desires. You get what you want from the book. Whatever you desire from God, that's what God is going to give to you. It's up to you. For some people, they, they are not satisfied with just a little. They want more of the gold. So they dig. And they spend their time digging to receive from God. It's really up to you. All of this is available to the kingdom of God. The people of the kingdom. It's really up to you what you want from god i just want to share that parable with you because i believe it's important so you know where you're standing what you're digging for are you satisfied with your christian life all you want is dirt and you may make a living out of that or you want to go a little deeper so that god can walk through you god is a respecter of no one he blesses everyone but that depends on what you want amen today i want to talk about how to walk in victory How to walk in victory. The scriptures demand that everyone who is a child of God walk in victory. The Bible calls it overcomers. God will reward overcomers. If you read in the book of Revelation, God is very clear. He who overcomes. So God, the scripture is demanding that everyone who serves god walks in victory so you have to regardless of what the enemy is throwing at your life no matter what you're seeing in the natural you have to walk with a victory mentality there are no alternatives god has given us no choice So you and I will go through difficult times. Troubles will come into our lives. If you live on the earth, you will go through difficult times. Troubles will come. But God says he has made the way for you to have victory. God will meet your need if you stay with him. So we have to carry through life that victory mentality. Regardless of what you're going through. You know, Jesus called, told his disciples this. He asked them, he said, What do men say, the Son of uh, God, the Son of Man? Who are they saying, I am? I want to know. And the disciples told him, well, some say you are Elijah. Some said you are a prophet. Some said you are the one to come. Jesus said, now. But who do you say, I am? And you know the story. Peter said, You know, you are the son of God. Son of the living God. But now, let's look at it from God's side. Okay? Who do you say you are? Who are you? What are people saying about you? Who do they say you are? That's very important. And what does God say about you? Do you know what God says about you? Because what God says about you, that's who you really are, and that's what he wants you to become. And if you don't know what God says about you, you will never have a victory mentality. You will always, from time to time, suffer defeat, and you will accept defeat and failure as a part of your life. Because you don't know what God says about you. It was important to God, to Jesus, to know what you say about him. And I think it's important to you to to know what God says about you. Because that's where your victory lies the knowledge of the place God has placed you in life. Because if God has positioned you for success, no man can bring you failure. Nobody can do it. But if you don't know that, then the enemy will take advantage of you. So you really need to know who you are and what God says about you from the scriptures. Now, in Hebrews In chapter uh, 1 i believe verse 2 you don't need to go there the bible said that god has appointed jesus the heir or the inheritor of all things he has spoken to us now in these last days through jesus christ whom he has appointed heir of all things in other words, Jesus is the inheritor of all things. Things sin and things unseen. God has appointed him to be the inheritor of all things. But I do know God has not appointed Jesus to inherit evil things. That's not what he's talking about. But let me show you a scripture here. This is very important. In Romans chapter 8... Verse 15, he says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. You, as a Christian, when you receive Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, you receive a spirit from God. Can I hear an amen? You receive the spirit from God, and that spirit is the spirit of God. That spirit, God says. The character, the nature of that spirit has nothing to do with fear. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. The word adoption talks about sonship, becoming a child of God. You received the seed that brought you into the family of God. You now belong to God. You now are a part of the family of God. The highest being, class of being in the universe is what? God himself. He created all things. The highest class of being, if you put different classes of being, the highest is God himself. Now through the spirit of God in you, God has made you a part of his family you now belong to the highest class of being because you are a child of God. Amen. But look at this. He says, We have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Meaning there is that spirit of God inside of you. When you cry out in prayer to God, that spirit actually calls God Father, if I'm walking out in the street and a strange child turns to me and says, Daddy, I won't ask, who is your daddy? I don't know you. But the Spirit of God, and God is the one revealing this to us, the Spirit of God in you cries out to God, Father. And God acknowledges, look at what he says. The spirit himself will bear witness with your spirit that when you are born again, when you come into Christ, as you, you receive him as Lord and Savior, when you call him father, he doesn't say, who are you? I don't know you. That spirit of God in you bears witness that you are children of God. You are children of God that same spirit bears witness if you have not felt that spirit like roy was speaking this morning if you have not felt that inside your heart that lets you know that you are a child of god you need to accept jesus today just like roy did so you can hear his voice i do hear his voice when difficult times come to me i hear his voice and i'm talk- i cry out to god and he tells me son i'll take care of it son it's okay don't worry. He has. So I know I can I can hear his voice. Does that make me special? No. Every child of God, everyone who has accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, you can hear that voice saying to you, yes, you are mine. You are my child. and He is your father. And you are in the highest class of being in the universe. You are in that family of God in the universe. He's known like you. We're coming to that. It's so important because you need to recognize who God has made you. And don't let unbelief in yourself and what you feel about yourself. What has feeling got to do with this? It doesn't matter. What God says is the truth. Accept that and begin to see God do mighty works in your life. Amen? God will do that. He said that spirit, Christ Abba, father the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit we are the children of god and then he says and if children now that we're sure we're children then is inheritors heirs of god and joint heirs with christ joint heirs with christ Christ, whom God appointed to be heir or inheritor of all things, now because you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, you have become a joint heir with him. You're going to split these things with Jesus. Amen. That's what he's saying. Everything that God has becomes available to you. Everything that is there that God has... Because you are a child. I know what happens in my home, and I know it happens in your home. Your children feel free, right? They go to the refrigerator and take whatever they want, right? His daddy's, he's ours. Amen. But that's the truth. This is a real big family with a lot of power, a lot of resources. But if you don't know it, then you will not carry that victory mentality and Satan will harass you all through life. Yes, we have troubles, but hey, God is bigger than that. I do what I can with what is happening right now, but I know no matter what the enemy does, I will come up on top. You will come up on top because God is in your life. He's made you his child. He's made you his child. So we are joined here with Jesus. I didn't say that. God said that. Everything that Jesus has, you're joined here with him. Amen? Everything. Nothing is withdrawn from you. Because we're joined here and he won't beat you to your inheritance. He is the Lord. Now notice what things Jesus didn't inherit god didn't appoint jesus to inherit sickness and disease can i hear an amen that's not what he appointed him to inherit god didn't appoint jesus to inherit want lack depression rejection he didn't appoint him to inherit all these things confusion shame disgrace That's not what he appointed him to inherit. Now the enemy will come at us with these things. But God is bigger than the enemy. And God can deliver us and put us where he created us to be. We need to trust him and believe in him. One thing that we need to understand is this. Excuse me. Many of us have heard the word that Enoch was translated. Enoch was translated. He says he walked with God and he was not because God just took him. Where is Enoch? He's with him. Amen. He's with him. Translated. Elijah saw the same thing. Elijah was also translated. Elijah went up to be with the Lord. But then the Bible tells us something. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. He said he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. God is not going to He has already delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and has translated us, some some, uh, translations will tell you that, has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And then there is another curious scripture in Ephesians chapter 2, where it tells us that God has raised us up together with Jesus, right? Right? And has made us to sit together with Jesus in heavenly places. Really? So I'm looking at you, but God says you are seated with Jesus in heavenly places. What that means, you have been translated. You are no longer of the earth, you live on the earth. But Abraham lived on the earth as a stranger. Remember that? Until you begin to get that in your head and in your mind that you are really not of this world. Jesus told us that. The scripture tells us that you are not of this world. You came from there. So the things that are happening here on the earth should have no influence on your life. God took you from the kingdom of darkness and he translated you into the kingdom of his son which is the kingdom of light. Light and darkness cannot meet together. Satan is the kingdom of darkness. He's part of the kingdom of darkness. There are a lot of wicked stuff happening in the kingdom of darkness but you are not a part of that. You are in the kingdom of light. Satan cannot come into the kingdom of light. He is darkness. So he shouldn't be able to influence your life. But we are so confused in our minds. We think we are ordinary like the rest of them. And so we allow all these things to come against us. We don't put up a fight. They are of the world. Amen. Satan is their master. They have no reason to protest. They have no right to protest against Satan for what he's doing in their lives. But you do. Because you are a child of God. You have been translated. God has translated you from that kingdom of darkness. A lot happening in the kingdom of God. Now remember what happened to Adam after Adam sinned. When Adam sinned, the Bible tells us this. He discovered he was naked. You remember that? And what did he try to do? He had some leaves to try to cover his nakedness. And God came and decided, I need our help, Adam. He killed an animal and he clothed Adam with the, that animal skin now if you read in revelation the bible talks about jesus as the one clothed in a garment dipped in blood you heard that when you got born again god clothed you with a garment that was dipped in blood he's called the garment of righteousness. God gave that to you. So you're not naked anymore. Amen? You're not naked. You cannot be harassed anymore because God is with you. You are not prevented from going to the tree of life. Amen? Because God today is inviting you to come to the tree of life and partake of the tree of life. That's where God has placed us. You need to know where God has placed you in life. You need to understand that God has translated you and made you a different kind of being. And you cannot be harassed by the enemy. We are no longer kept from the tree of life. You can have as much life as you want from, the God, from our God. Let me show you this the Bible tells us of, of the new creation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, he says, therefore, so if he's there, there is a reason why he's there. Therefore, <clears throat> if anyone is in Christ, he is what? A new creation. All things have passed away Behold, all things have become, how many things? All things. We need to get truly born again and understand what God has done with that. You are a new creation. God gave birth to a different kind of being. You will need to understand this. You are not the same, John, that they used to know. God recreated you. I take that word back. He didn't recreate you. He made a new creature. You are a different being. You now belong to the family of God. God has taken you into his family. You belong to that class of being that's God. That doesn't say you're God, but God has given you so much authority over the things of this world and until you learn to begin to use that authority and decide for your life for your children for your church you will be ordinary that's why the bible says you are not mere men you are not ordinary you are born of the spirit. You know, when the Bible says Jesus said, Accept a man be born again. Read the literal meaning of that. He says, Except a man be born from above. Except a man be born from above. That's what we translate to mean born again. When you are born from above, that means your origin is up there, not here. You are not of the earth. If you are just terrestrial, then the enemy can arrest you because you belong to the world. But when you are from above, the enemy cannot do that to you. Your life is different. Amen. Life's got to be different. You don't have to be afraid of anything. I I do go through difficult times, symptoms and all of it. But I make up my mind. By the grace of God, I'm going to stay with the word of God regardless, because the word of God and God are one and the same. I will make it. Don't know how, but God is going to do it for me. God will. Amen. So we are in a different class of a different class of being with God. Let me read this scripture to you, John chapter 3, verse 31. He says, He who comes from above. Is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. Well, your origin, according to the scripture, is heaven, right? You were born from above, right? You are above everything that's happening here on the earth. The sickness, the disease, the pain, the frustration, the All of this, we will experience them, but we are victors over them according to the word of God. Who is he that overcomes the world? The world, as those things happening in the world, not the people of the world. We're not going to fight with Germany and all of that for victory. We are fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places. But the Bible says everyone who is born of God, what? Overcomes the world. Everything that the enemy can throw at you, God has guaranteed you victory. Because you came from above. You came from above. That's what Jesus, the the Bible tells us here. He who is from above, he's above all. All means everything that's happening up there. That's the cancer, that's the heart problem, whatever it is. Because by his stripes, we were healed. The rejection that we have suffered. He was rejected for us so that we might never suffer rejection. You can throw that away from your life. Just put that garment dipped in blood over your body and eat of that tree of life. Because you have been invited. God, when Adam sinned, he was preventing them. You can't come near here. But now God is saying, come, have it so you can have eternal life and really live. I'm not gonna die just like that. You're not gonna die. You're a child of God. God brought you to Himself. What's that plane crash? You hear me say this, but you can't believe these things. It's the Word of God. And God doesn't sleep. Amen. No matter what's happening to your family, God can come through for you. No matter what's happening to your finances. If you trust in God and you walk in his ways, eventually he'll come through for you and all eyes will see it. How great God is to those that love him. You are born from above. You are not of the earth. He who is of the earth speaks of things of the earth, right? That's what people do. My pain, my death, my fa- all of that crazy stuff. We like to talk about those things. And if we see somebody who is trying to believe God and stand the ground on the other side, we wonder what they're doing there. And they're not going through this. Well, we're all going through the same thing. We just have chosen to stay on the side of God. We all go through the same temptation and trials and all of that. But God has given me his word. My origin is over there. We are seated with Jesus in heavenly places. That's why Paul talked about the revelation that has been given to him. If you read in Ephesians chapter 3, he said to us, these things that were hidden from the foundations of the world, God is now revealing to us you know the apostles if you will read he said of the revelation that god is giving to us that you and i gentiles may partake may have our lot with the saints in light oh that's so good and god means every word he's saying amen sometimes we really need to when we talk about being logical Why don't you put logic together? And because we don't, we never walk in victory. We decree things. Amen. Oh, gosh. I got a few minutes. But now listen. You read about Ezekiel when God took him to the valley of the dry bones? Huh? Remember that? He took him to the valley of the dry bones. And he said, son of man, that's you. Can these bones live again? And the fellow said, thou knowest. <laughs> I don't know. And God says, prophesy to them. Amen. You know what that God was saying? Speak the word of God to them. Amen. Speak the word of God to the dry bones. Speak to them. Speak. Speak. And he said, when God told him to prophesy, he started speaking what God was telling him to say. Man, you got this whole book. Right? And he said, immediately, as he began to prophesy, meaning he began to speak what God told him to say, as he began to prophesy, all the bones started coming back together. And they came back together. He says, now prophesy again to them. Prophesy the wind. So is God interested in dry bones now? No, he's talking to you and I, that we prophesy to those evil circumstances in our lives. Because you are not of the earth, you can protest. They can protest, but you are a child of God, you can protest, and you use the word of God, and you prophesy to it. Prophesy to it. Prophesy to that situation. Tell it you are going to change. Whether you like it or not, you will change because I'm prophesying the word of God to you. Your origin is from there. Amen. It doesn't mean that you're anything. It just means you you trust the word of God. You trust the word of God against the terrible circumstances in your life. And when you do that, I'm telling you what I know. When you do that, you really please God. You make his heart glad. Because he's looking for somebody who is going to believe him against what they see in the natural he loves that. You remember the story of the guy who came to Jesus, and uh, the centurion they said, hey, "Come to, my, you know, come, can and heal my my servant." You know, and the Jesus said, "Okay, I'm coming." He says, ah, "No, you're not coming. I'm a man of authority. I know what it is to be under authority. You speak the word, and my servant will be healed." And you know what Jesus said? He says, "Whoa! I've never seen faith like this." He's not talking about raising, this, healing the servant. He was amazed by this man's faith. He pleased him so much. He says, "Wow! Not even in Israel." You know what that means? Peter's faith, James's faith, all of them put together, I cannot compare to this gentile. Jesus said, "Wow! Wow! I've never seen it like this." He said. I'm going to just release this revelation for you, Peter. He says, many many will be coming from the east and from the west, just like this fellow. They never heard that before. They thought everything was going to be for the Jews, right? But Jesus, because of this man's faith, Jesus started telling them, they're coming, just like him. And he says, fellow, you go. Your servant is okay. And the guy turned around and went home. That's, the word. That's what Jesus wants from us. You are from above. Yes, you have bad troubles. You've made mistakes. All of us have, including the preacher. Don't take me right, okay? But God is great. And God is good. And he'll lift you up. He'll take care of you. If you stay with his word, he's found a friend. Believe his word and let him change your life. If you don't know him as Lord and Savior, give him today access to your life. Young people, give him access and see what he'll do with your life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now, Jesus, before I close, made some staggering statements. I'm going to share two with you. Amen? Staggering statements. If you really consider it, he may not sleep very well. Let me show you this. They were accusing Jesus because they said, Jesus said to them, I am the son of God. And they understood as Jews what he was saying. The son of a monkey is what? A monkey. The child of a dog is yes. a dog. The child of a goat is and so Jesus saying I'm the son of God, they knew <laughs> you're saying you are God. Ah, uh, that's blasphemy. That's what they made. They they were very angry. Because I mean they saw this guy standing there and he says he's God, man. Right? They said, You gotta be crazy. We saw you using the bathroom, how could you be God? I don't know where that came from, but it's interesting oh so some of you don't think jesus used the bathroom when he was here (laughs) hey he was a man my wife says move on don't go there." okay okay back to the staggering statements okay now uh in john chapter 10 verse 34 jesus said this He says, is it not written in your law? He was answering them. I said, that what I said, that means God said, you are gods. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, then he added, and the scriptures cannot be broken. Do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world? You're you're blaspheming because I said I am the son of God. Now, we read that and we just go through very quickly. But notice what Jesus said. Consider it seriously. Think about it. He didn't back away from it. He was quoting from Psalm 82 verse 6. And this is what he said. God said, you are God's. Now, religious people immediately will say, you can't, it's it's blasphemy to even think on that. That's wrong. Don't even think on that. But that's what religion tells us. If Jesus didn't want us to know that and to believe and accept that, why would he say that to us? That's trapping us, right? Huh? But then he added, and the scriptures cannot be broken that's why i'm telling you he's not saying you are like god the father but your origin is from above do you get what i'm saying and jesus confirmed it here the scriptures cannot be broken you are just acting like ordinary man so things will happen to your life but jesus is saying you came from there you are seated with him in heaven You are a mystery. You are a different kind of being. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. That's who you are. There is a part of you that is not earthly. I didn't say this. Jesus said this. Don't get religious on me and don't go saying, Pastor said, we're gods. No, I didn't say that. Jesus says, Scripture says that. Why don't you believe the scriptures? Does that make you God? No, but he makes you God over sickness and disease. Amen. He makes you God over the circumstances in life. So you don't take them, you protest against them, and you prophesy to them and say, I'm not accepting you. That's not what the scripture tells me. That's not the God. what the God who is living inside of me says of me. I will not accept that. The world cannot protest, but you have a reason and the right to protest it. That's what he's saying. When you read this scripture, then it gives me this understanding. Where Jesus said in, in uh, John chapter 14, verse 12, he says, He who believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than this shall he shall do, because I go to the Father in other words i'm going but i'm taking i'm letting you take my place as the son of god on the earth can you get it you take his place if he healed you can heal as well in his name he don't have to be the pastor alone you can do it this is available to every one of us you don't have to run defeated in life depressed confused shamed god said you will not suffer disgrace many times we hear this why do we need to hear this you need he needs to go deep into your spirit because there is a day of temptation coming to your life he needs to there's an evil day coming to you and if you don't have this buried in you on the evil day your strength will be small but you need to know and understand this by revelation That's why we can. We can heal the sick. Amen. That's why if you are sick this morning, we want to pray for you. And we'll get you healed. Amen. We don't have to wait. Sometimes we're waiting for some kind of uh, goosebumps. I don't believe in all of that kind of stuff. Jesus told us exactly what to do for the sick, right? And they will be healed. If you believe the word, you can be healed. God is with us. Stand up with me this morning. I'm going to give opportunity for those who may not know Christ as their Lord and Savior for real. Just like uh, our brother shared this morning. Where the joy of the Lord comes into your life. And you know that Jesus is now in you. That makes you a different kind of being. Amen. I want us to believe this. There is a God. Bow your heads with me, every one of you. If you're here this morning, I said, I need a relationship with Christ. I need him in my life. I want to commit my life to the Lord. I've been playing games, but I really need him. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. I want to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want what that man who gave that testimony received. I need that in my life. If you're here this morning with all heads bowed, all eyes closed, I want you to lift up your hand and I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your hand right now. Put your hand up. If you don't know Christ as Lord and Savior, put your hand up. You want to receive him? If you're here this morning and you're sick in the body and you need God to heal you, I believe the Spirit of God lives in me and he lives in us. You can be healed. I don't care what you got. You shouldn't accept it, but accept the healing of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're sick in in the body and you need healing. You want to be healed. I'd like you to come up here so we can pray for you and let God heal you. Why don't you humble yourself, believe the word of God, and let God heal you. I'm waiting for you. You're sick in the body. You can be healed this morning. God will heal you. If your finances is sick and you need God to do something, I'd like you to come up here. I believe a new day is coming. God is going to heal. You're having difficulties financially. God can heal that too. He came to heal. He came to heal. Thank you, Jesus. I read in a book, He said, never take the word of God, the book of God, as an ordinary book. This is divine book. It brings healing to lives. He can change your situation. I know he's made people millionaires. Yes, God can do that too. But he can heal you. Amen. Amen. Angela, will you come? me jacqueline these are prayer partners i need you all to come with me and now we're going to pray for you and god is going to heal you this time i'm going to come down to and pray for you and i believe god will heal you instantly and uh, for those of you that are having financial issues i guarantee you from this very day i believe god and you mark my words i believe god god's going to be doing unusual things in our lives financially in this church God's going to be doing that. Thank you, Father. The rest of you, please bear with us and, and please stretch your hands out to us, these people, so you are with us for their healing and the Lord will heal this morning. So please stretch your hands out. please lift your hand up with me this morning this week. and I want you to thank God I pray that God is giving you revelation of who you are keep telling yourself I'm from above I'm seated with the Father in heavenly places I'm a child of God I'm not rejected I'm accepted I'm accepted I'm accepted I'm accepted, I'm accepted all your troubles i come against them in the name of jesus whatever the enemy is doing against your life right now by the authority of the name of jesus i command the enemy to cease right now in jesus name the confusion is gone the want is gone the shame is gone the rejection is gone by the power of the name of jesus thank you father bless your people today lord i know that when we leave this place we're not living your presence because we carry your presence with us thank you father thank you father in jesus name and the people of god said amen god bless you